everyone, this your girl, Lasu Show, and welcome to Did I Make You Shiver? Tonight's episode is our true crime. It is called The Long Truck Drive to Hell. I find this very, I guess you could say ironic because my sponsors, my mom and dad, especially my dad, owns a trucking business and he is a truck driver. So, I mean, he's been bugging me about doing a truck driver story or whatnot. So, here you go, Dad. Here's your story. (laughs) And also, too, thank you again for the downloads. We are climbing up. We're over 300 downloads right now. The subscribers and followers are moving up as well. So, thank you, everyone, so much. So, let's begin tonight's episode. Sit back, relax, and just enjoy the show. Robert Ben Rhodes was known as an American serial killer and a rapist. His nickname was the Truck Stop Killer. He was convicted for three murders, but people suspected he was guilty of torturing, raping, and killing more than 50 women between 1975 and 1990. But before I talk about his murders and rapes, I just want to talk about his early life, where he come from, and how did he get to the point of becoming a serial killer and rapist. So, a little more about Rhodes' background. He was raised and born in Bluffs, Iowa. His mother took care of him mostly while his father was overseas in the Army. But by the time Rhodes started elementary school, his dad returned back from overseas, and then his father was discharged from the military. And after that, he found work as a firefighter. Just to fast forward during his early life, um, they said he lived a normal life. Like, he was, not only did he live a normal life, he was very included in his high school. Like, he joined sports teams. He joined clubs. He just did a lot to be involved with his school. But by the time he was 16 in 1961, he was arrested for tampering with a vehicle and then also in 1962, when he was 17, he was arrested for public fighting. After graduating Thomas Jefferson High School in 1964, he did join the Marine Corps. But that same year, his father was arrested for molesting a 12-year-old girl. And then I guess the pressure weighed too hard on his father Once people found out that before his father reached trial, he killed himself. I want to say a few years after Rhodes' father died, he was discharged because he was involved with a robbery. Um, After that, things just kind of went downhill from him. He tried to go to college, but he dropped out. He wanted to be in law enforcement. But he was rejected because of his past dishonorable discharge. And throughout the 1970s and 80s, Rhodes did marry, but it was like three times. And he had a son with his first wife. 
Eventually, he did start finding work here and there in stores, supermarkets, restaurants, and etc. Eventually, after a while, he did become a whole truck driver. During the 1980s, however, he started getting into some weird shit. For example, he started to really get involved in the BDSM scene. Um, how can I put this? Uh, if people don't know what that means, it's basically that hardcore sex shit. Bondage, being tied up and whipped and you put it all together. Just look it up. You'll see. Anyways, also noted he was very abusive towards his third wife, physically, verbally, and sexually. Her name was Deborah Rhodes. During the 1970s, that's when Rhodes decided, hey, I'm going to prey on hitchhikers and truck stop workers, which there was a lot during that time period. His first confirmed victims were Patricia Candace Walsh and her husband, Douglas Zaskowski, in 1990. The couple were basically hitchhiking. Rhodes picked them up, and then right when he picked them up, he immediately killed the husband and dumped his body in Sutton County, Texas, where he was found, but he wasn't identified until 1992. He kept the wife for a week, then eventually tortured and raped her multiple times before dumping her body in Millard County, Utah. A month after those murders, he was detained for grabbing up a 18-year-old girl, but she dropped the charges. Despite the extensive evidence that they had, she just felt like no one would believe her. Rhodes also, from what the 18-year-old said, that he converted his sleeper cab into his own little torture chamber. And that's where he keep women, young women, for weeks and rape them in that part of his truck. Very soon after the 18-year-old case, he picked up 14-year-old Regina K. Walters and her boyfriend Ricky Lee Jones. Both were reported as runaways. And like the earlier couple that I mentioned, he took Jones, Walter's boyfriend, murdered him quickly, and disposed of his body while, of course, he kept Walter's for a few weeks. Later on, authorities were able to search his home, and they found disturbing pictures. After a certain degree of hair growth and bruising, that's how authorities determined that Rhodes kept Walters for a very long time. Eventually, Jones' body was found on March 3, 1991, in Lamar County, Mississippi, but he was not identified until July 2008. April 1, 1990, Trooper Mike Miller of the Arizona Highway Patrol found a truck on the side of I-10 with hazard lights on. When he investigated inside, he found a woman later identified as Catherine Vine handcuffed and screaming. There was also a male present who identified himself as the truck driver. Eventually, after Rhodes was talking to Miller, 
he just couldn't talk his way out. So he was arrested and charged with aggravated assault, sexual assault, and unlawful imprisonment. Even during his arrest, he tried to escape from Miller's patrol car, but thankfully that was unsuccessful. And then a detective named Rick Barnhart was able to make a connection to the Houston case and those a pattern stretching over the course of five months. Overall, Rhodes' home was searched and police were able to find new pictures of who they were later identified as Walters, whose body was found in September 1990. And also there were photos of Walsh, whose body was discovered that October. Just to wrap everything up, in 1994, Rhodes was convicted of first-degree murder for Regina K. Walters, and he was sentenced to life without parole in Minyard Correctional Center in Chester, Illinois. Then he was moved to Utah in 2005 to be tried for the death of Candace Walsh and Douglas Zaskowski. However, the victim's family requested that the charges will be dropped in 2006, so then he returned back to prison. Rhodes later was moved to Texas for the murder of Walters and Jones, where Rhodes, in exchange for the death penalty, he did plead guilty, and he received a second life sentence. Despite his other convictions, he is still currently serving his life sentence without parole in the Menard Correctional Center in Chester, Illinois. Now, these are some of the cases where, I want to explain it. Like, I know you can't trust basically anybody. Anybody could be a murderer, rapist, whatever. But some people you just are really surprised. Like, you think truck drivers are so tired driving their 10 to 15 hour days, traveling all across the country. And someone like Rhodes, he uses that as his advantage to search young people or just people in general and just enjoy the fun in his eyes of killing. This just goes to show that you just, once again, can't just trust anybody may look like a hard-working person, but in reality, they may be using that work to get closer to their victims. So that's it, you guys. That was our true crime episode called The Long Truck Drive to Hell. Hopefully you did enjoy it. This is definitely a case I haven't heard of, but it's actually not as uncommon as you think. So if you want to know more information, you know, you can just research anywhere. And also, if you want to know deeper into detail, remember I mentioned he killed, well, was accused of killing over 50 different women. So do your research. I think I might research more about that. So once again, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, stories, Whatever it is, please contact me at imakeyoushiver at gmail.com. Once again, that's imakeyoushiver at gmail.com. Hopefully you guys have a good night. Don't forget, it's today Thursday, so on Sunday 
is a part two of Down the Dark Hole. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Once again, thanks for listening to Did That Make You Shiver? I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Goodbye.